This episode of the Dear America podcast is brought to you by our new sponsor, Minutemen Coffee. There are a lot of coffee companies out there that want to try and act like conservatives so they can make money by selling products to conservative patriots like you and I. But here on the Dear America podcast, we only want to promote true conservative companies that are pro-America, pro-the Constitution, and are in business to make a difference. Minutemen Coffee Company started supporting us us because they believe in the message of Dear America. Let me tell you a little bit about them. We did our research. They are a constitutionally based company founded by a first responder and Route 91 massacre survivor. Minuteman Coffee exists to, to support our first responders, our constitutional sheriffs, and our veteran and military servicemen and women throughout the country, including the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation and now the Dear America Foundation. I am a proud partner with Minutemen Coffee and introduce our listeners to them with my seal of approval. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to go check these people out. They are the real deal. And most importantly, they support us to keep us bringing the truth to you. Go to MinutemenCoffee.com and use the promo code Graham at checkout for 15% off your first order. That's MinutemenCoffee.com to subscribe to Freedom Loving Coffee today. You won't be disappointed. You have my guarantee. MinutemenCoffee.com, promo code Graham at checkout. What up, what up, what up, what up? Hey. To, uh, yeah. It's one of those episodes. What's going on, America? And welcome to a special Tuesday episode of the show. Yeah. Uh, basically, we had to travel to Florida at the beginning of the month, and we got uh, two episodes behind. So every single day this week, there will be an episode. So I thought it would be fun to do a Ask Me Anything episode. So I posted... About it in my twi- in my Twitter in my Instagram stories. We're starting this episode off great. Water in my Twitter. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> I don't know what to do with them, people. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. Whoops. Um. Anyway, so I have not read these questions. I had you guys submit questions. Um. And as you can see, Jake, there are quite a lot of them. Nice. Uh. Still scrolling. There we go. Bottom. All right. So we're just going to go through here and we're going to answer some questions. So we're going to go through here and we're going to speak on some things. And I have no idea how this episode is going to turn out, but we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. Um, so let's just let's just go through here. Um, bro, where's my shirt? <laughs> Hitting it hard right off the bat. Right. I, okay, actually, you know what? I'm kind of glad that they brought this up, actually. So, um, okay, so 912 United uh, is a company that we have. Uh, it's a t-shirt company. T-shirt company. That's right. T-shirt company. And every, I don't know, every 45, 60 days, I have certain ideas for a shirt that go into value systems that I believe, that I don't believe that we should charge people $30, $30 and it's $39 after shipping and handling 
right. for the shirt. And so I'll do, you know, 10,000 shirt giveaways. But what a lot of people don't realize is sometimes it goes well over that. And all we do is ask people to cover uh, the shipping because I don't own the post office, right? Um, literally, we make zero money on those. Like it is a complete break even thing. And, and the reason we do that is because, again, we just feel that there are certain things like will not comply and things like that. Make us. Yeah, that, that we believe as many people as possible need to get. So what happened was this. What had happened was um, we did a giveaway for the will not comply shirt. And, of course, all of you responded amazing. So many people uh, went to go get this shirt that we make zero dollars on by the way zero it is a completely break even thing truly to simply just spread the message of what we believe what we were not expecting at the time when we launched it this was like two months ago mm -hmm. okay what we weren't expecting at the time was the biden and pete Buttigieg supply chain crisis uh and what most people don't realize is there were no shirts, right? <laughs> there were, there was, there weren't shirts to print the, the stuff on. We ran out of shirts, all of our fulfillment centers. We have fulfillment centers across the country. We even went directly to the manufacturers of the shirts right. and they were out. If you had an extra large black t-shirt or a two XL black t-shirt, you could forget about it, man. That they just, they weren't, they weren't there. They, they, they weren't there. And, uh, you know, kudos to our customer service team, uh, for dealing with all of that. But these are the, these are the things of business, ladies and gentlemen. And, and we here at nine twelve United are not immune to the Biden supply crisis that we find ourselves in. And so your shirt is on its way because we finally got shirts in. They're finally catching up on orders. I want to say like 10,000 of them went out last month. Uh, you know, everything's finally getting caught back up. But that's the truth. I mean, at right. the end of the day, the blame falls on me, uh, you know, because it's my business and I get it. You guys get upset. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, it also was a free shirt, you know. So that's the truth. Uh, we finally have caught back up. Uh, suppliers finally have shirts back in and we're backing up, running to the races um, as we go. And so uh, everybody that's gotten a shirt loves a shirt. Um, and we appreciate everybody, yeah. um, understanding not all of you, not all of you <laughs> yeah. understood, uh, uh, the, the COVID excuse is over <laughs> apparently right. these days. We don't care that there's no shirts available. We want you to hand sew a shirt yourself really? <laughs> and, or swim out in the water, swim out those. in the water to the boat. No, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I appreciate all the support guys. And trust me. No one was more frustrated and throwing stuff against the wall than all of us here trying to figure it out. So, bro, where's your shirt? It's coming. Uh, literally, I think at one point we were behind 12,000 orders. Yeah. That's not shirts. That's orders. 12,000 orders. Three fulfillment facilities, uh, 12,000 orders behind due to the Biden 
supply chain crisis. So we're not immune, guys. So, you know, don't, don't, you know, stick with us. All right. Stick with us. You know, we're an American company business, just like so many others that are having to navigate these waters, man. And so uh, we appreciate it. We really do. Um, But that's what happened. That's the honest truth. So, you know, I have been told that I'm not allowed to give away any (laughs) T-shirts for a while (laughs) (laughs) because, because, you know, uh, 12, 15,000 orders is is quite an influx of uh, things. Go ahead. We've been saying the same thing. Like, bro, where's our shirts? You know, I don't even have the I a lot of people don't realize this. I don't even have the will not comply shirt. Right. I don't have it. (laughs) <laughs> like, I don't even have it. I saw somebody at the Jason Aldean concert the other night that had the Make Us shirt in the OD green. I don't even have that shirt. And I was like, dang, that's a good looking shirt, man. You know, and I was like, crap, I don't even have it. And I'm the owner of this freaking thing. Yeah. So, again, <laughs> it's been a nightmare. It, it has been an absolute logistical nightmare. And I understand your frustrations on y'all's level. Uh, but please let me know, Graham at 912united.com. Uh, you know, if you're still having issues, I promise you the shirt is coming very soon. But just about 98, 99% of the orders are done now, from what I understand, and have been shipped out. So, um, bro, where's your shirt? It's coming. Um, We're a very small team as well. That's, uh, that's another thing. A lot of people don't realize, like, Yes, it's a very small team of us here, and we, we, we keep it that way for a purpose. And so anyway, uh, that's the long story short. 912 United, I, myself, us here, we are not immune to the Biden supply chain crisis, and we appreciate your support. All right, let's run through here. Like I said, we're just kind of scanning these now. Um, how protected are we from the government enforcing the vaccine? Ooh, now that's a good one. Um, if you're in a blue state, you're not very protected at all. Um, if you're in a red state, we better hope this, that the Supreme Court falls our way. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do believe that it's going to come to that. Because it's coming, it's coming to a head, right? Because the red states are saying, screw you. And then the government's saying, we'll screw you back. Uh, Jen Psaki has literally been at the White House press briefing saying that federal law, uh, <laughs> ironically, Trump, Trump state law, uh, which we went into that section two, article two, section one dash two or whatever right it was. Area. And we actually brought that down that actually federal law does supersede state law except if state doesn't agree then it has to go to federal court Mm -hmm. and the federal court has to decide if it's constitutional or not right so ain't nobody gone to the supreme court to say hey are these vaccine mandates constitutional we aren't there yet so um you know how protected are we right this second you're very protected you can literally say Get you know, bent. yeah, get bent. Give them two double barrel fingers, you know, in the air and stuff mm. right now. Uh, the blue states obviously are are much, much more strict. In fact, uh, you know, that we talked about this on the show the other day, but now congressmen are starting to talk about it too, or, or congresswomen, uh, that red states are what is driving the economic 
uh, growth or the fact that the economy is just not completely in the tank mm-hmm. because the red states are opening things up. The red states aren't enforcing the vaccine mandate, so therefore people are going to work. Right. The blue states ain't contributing ain't contributing jack nothing. Um. So it is going to come to a head eventually. The states are going to go to the to the courts against the federal government, and you know at that point you can only hope that the courts go our way because yeah. yes the constitution does does state that federal law uh it supersedes uh, state law but only after it's been deemed constitutionally legal right when then when there's a disagreeance so uh you know that's 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 where we and are you're only as, you're only as protected as you make yourself so it's like if they if they make it mandatory you still don't have to I mean, you can still refuse. You can still not comply. So you're as protected as you want to be against stuff like this. And, yeah. And same with like guns. You know, how protected are we from uh, the government taking our guns? Well, Biden straight up said, you can't beat the government. We have F-15s and all this nuclear weapons. So you would think we're not protected at all. They don't want you to be protected, but we are. We have way more guns than the government. We just have to stand up for ourselves. Yeah, Dan Bongino said it best the other day mm-hmm. where he was like, you know, at the end of the day, we have the power in this stuff. And, and we do. If, if enough of us say no, they will bend the knee to us. Because at the end of the day, these people are only concerned about two things. That's money and power. That's it. Money, power. Actually, power, money. Because with power comes money. Yeah. Um, not always money comes power, but power always comes money. Um, that's what they are concerned about. And if you don't give them the power, because enough of us stand united together in this thing, um, that's just what I believe. Okay. All right. Let's get into another question. All right. Um, what's going on with the campaign? You just had a meeting in DC with some peeps. I love that. I love it. When Did pe- you? I love it when people use the word peeps. There's this comedian. He's like really good at the dad jokes. And he goes, uh, he walked in on his kid and he was screaming at his Easter candy. And he's like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm a rapper just shouting out to my peeps. <laughs> and it was the little peep, little Little nice. chickens or whatever. Almost laughed at that one. You're welcome, America, <laughs> for that. Josh Sneed is the name of that comedian. You're welcome. Josh, if you listen to the podcast, there you go, buddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's going on with the campaign? The campaign's going well. well uh, I think I updated this on the on yesterday's episode. We have officially been endorsed by Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm-hmm. and we're super humbled about that. I will say that we will have... Two big announcements coming up very soon. Um, And then hopefully three major announcements coming up very soon. But who knows? I know two for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, we are fighting for President Trump's endorsement. Uh, I've been very open and honest about that. Uh, We did go to Mar-a-Lago. That's all I can say. You can make your own conclusions. You can have your own thoughts in that regard. Um, it is, it's politics, man. It's dirty that there, there, there's another question on here that said, would you consider running for president? No, (laughs) is the answer to that. Uh, because we're still learning. I mean, this whole thing, I just did a live feed today talking about this politics is it's not, it's not worse. Somebody said, 
they said, well, how bad is it? You know, how bad is all the attacks and the, the smear campaigns and this and that? Well, the truth of the matter is, eh, it's kind of weak sauce, if you're asking me. Right. I, I mean, I've had far worse than what these people have tried to throw Seriously. at me. And so that part hasn't been bad. The part that's been tough is maintaining, continuing to maintain the right attitude and the right demeanor. And what I mean by that is, <clears throat> if you ever step into politics on the federal level, okay, not downgrading state-level politics at all, but it is a different ball game. If you're a state rep or your dad or your mom's a state rep or a state senator and stuff like that, the, the leap into, you know, federal uh, is night and day. You know, it's, it's high school and NFL. <clears throat> I mean, it just is. It just is completely different. It's a completely different game, mm -hmm. right? The difference between a high school football game and an NFL football game, they're borderline not even football <laughs> between yeah. each other, right? Yeah. Um, uh, it's so corrupt on every level that the hardest thing for me to have adjusted to is realizing that there are legitimate sanctions within the Republican Party in every state that are corrupt, evil, power-hungry, power-hungry, do not give a crap about you people. And they genuinely do not want you involved in anything. And what do I mean when I say that? I mean, they don't want someone who is not bred, yeah. owned, or obedient to them on the ballot. That's why they were never Trumpers. Correct. And Outsiders. that's why they love Trump once he won. And as soon as everything happened, they abandoned Trump and mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. And even those that, that claim that they still are America first, et cetera, they are no better. And it has, you know, it does. I, it's a fine line between driven and angry right like i'm angry i am i'm angry and you should be too because these people on the republican side we all know the democrats are crazy but on the republican side these people 98 percent of them are the reason that we are where we are right now right. and that's the truth i say it all the time 99 percent of congress needs to be kicked out and we need to just start it all over again but even though we don't have the majority, there's still a lot of Republicans up there that ain't doing a dang thing. Now, I did have some meetings. I won't tell you everybody that I had meetings with, but I did have some interesting conversations. And, you know, I'll keep it to myself. But, but basically, the, the, the main thing that was disappointing to me is, can, can, can you see how many Republicans we have in the House right now? What the split is? I know Democrats have the majority, but I, I just wonder what the Republican split is in the House. You see it? Um, party division, how many Republicans? All right, here it is. Change to the change to the rules. Republicans win fewer votes. Republicans control the post. Uh, that's an old article. It's election results, twenty twenty. All right, so two thirteen. 213. So there's 213 Republicans in Congress, and we know that the Senate is a 50-50 split, right? So, <clears throat> you know, the conversations were, 
you know, who are the real fighters in Congress? And if a battle really broke out, not a war, <laughs> but like an actual battle inside Congress, how many people are actually prepared and willing to stand in the gap? And the numbers I got from multiple people, multiples, because I, I got to talk to a lot of people while I was in D.C., uh, not just the people you saw the picture with, which was Madison, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, and Matt Gates. Not just the people you saw the picture with. There was a lot of people that we talked to. The numbers range from about 8 to 15. Hmm. Yeah. And that's the truth. That is the truth. You want to know how many fighters are actually in D.C.? Depending on who you ask, it's anywhere from 8 to 15 people out of 213. It's not good. I think part of that problem is it's career suicide. Like, look at Mansion. Mansion's saying, like, you know, I'm I'm not with this. Boom, you're out, dude. Like, but 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 that's the difference. So you've got too many people that are concerned about their careers, right? And I think that's the biggest thing that it's just it makes me sick to my stomach, man. That you know, people view being in D.C. as a career. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. It is a service, a tour of duty. And you should want to perform it to the best of your abilities, but then at some point you need to get the crap out of there. Yeah. That 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 is that is the way that it's designed. I had so many people ask me, they're like, well, what are you know term limits? What what do you think the ideal term limit is? I said three for a congressman. You got six years. Mm -hmm. Prove it. They're like, Well, what if what if they want to elect you for a fourth time? I said, I honestly don't I Sorry. I wouldn't let them. Yeah. I wouldn't let them. I think, I think max you should spend 10 years in politics. Yeah. So maybe you do two terms as a congressman. Maybe you do a senator or maybe you do a senator, then you do a governor or something. I, I don't know, but I think max of 10 years. And honestly, the higher up the ladder you go, the more and more apart from the American people you become. It's just natural. Right. Even if you are a good person and you're, your, your, your values and your ideals and your goals are pure. It is just the way it becomes. Same thing when you start making money. $1,000 becomes what $100 used to be. And then $10,000 becomes what $1,000 used to be. I mean, it's just, it's just natural. Like, you can't, <laughs> you can't help it, right? Like, once you actually get a real bed, you can't go back to the bed you had in college. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it, that, that's just... Human nature, and I say this in any time that I speak, no one is, is meant to fight for forever because it is impossible. It is impossible to fight for forever. And so that's why I say 10 years, man, and, and that's, that's a max. And I don't care how good you are, 10 years max because you, I mean, imagine you go to work every single day in D.C., which is a literal war zone. And every single day for three terms as a congressman, that's six years. Every single freaking day for six years, you are beat down, spit on, the news is hating on you, you get death threats, your kids can't go to normal school. Every single day, you are just beat to a pulp. Are you going to be a fighter for forever? 
Mm-mm. I mean, I'm serious. Like, like people are not designed to fight a battle for forever because eventually you get older. Eventually you get more tired. Eventually you, you just want to spend time with your family mm-hmm. and, and, and it's inevitable. And that's the problem with our system is we, we do not encourage new fighters to come up. We encourage people to get there and grow old so they can be controlled within our government. That's what we promote. Um, so what's going on with my campaign? We are kicking butt, man. Uh, Tom Rice is who I'm going against. I actually am glad I want to share this with you because it's really hard to share this on social media, but it's really easy to share it here. So, uh, Tom Rice did outraise us last quarter. He raised like 401 grand. We did 237. Okay. But we did some math. We did some math here. So, uh, since I've gotten in the race, we have outraised Tom Rice. Uh, we've, we, we've raised in a quarter and a half, $738,000. He's raised 1.1 million since January. Okay. We got in in the middle of May. Mm. All right. So here's the interesting thing. Okay. We are knocking on the door of 20,000 donations. Yeah. 20,000 donations. Okay. Unheard of stuff. Unheard of stuff. That's all thanks to you guys. And it is. And, and, and again, we need your support. I need you to go to GrahamAllenSC.com right now and support to the campaign. But, but, but here's some interesting numbers. Okay. Tom Rice, this is, this is what we are fighting against. This is the people versus the system. That's what this is. Since January 1st, Tom Rice has raised $1.1 million. Of that $1.1 million, 300000 of it has come from PAC money. Okay? The other 808000 has come from not 20,000 donations, not 10,000 donations, not 4,000 donations, not 2,000 donations, not 1,000 donations. It has come from 454 donations, with the average donation being $1,800. That should terrify everyone. This man, who is the congressman of District 7, has had a total since January 1st, of 454 people donate to his campaign, only 103 of which actually live in the state of South Carolina. We've had 883. Should terrify everybody. Should terrify everyone. That's how the system is rigged and how the system is designed to keep you the voter from actually being able to vote for the person or have an option. I'm not saying that I'm the person you will vote for. It's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying the system is designed. We got 20,000 donors. He's got 450 and he outraises. He's outraised us. Yeah. That's the system. Everybody's like, Oh, that's not a system. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, there is. They know all these rich people. That's it. 103 people in the state support this guy. 883 in the state support us. Now, I know a lot of people are like, well, that's not a lot of people. You're right. A lot of people don't donate to campaigns. Let's just be honest, guys. Ask yourself honestly, (laughs) 
How many campaigns of any kind have you ever donated to? Your silence in the car lets me know you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> okay? That's just the truth. All right? Um, this is all public knowledge, too. You can go to the Federal Election yep, Commission. You and, can go to the FEC filing reports, and you can see all this stuff for yourself. That's where we found it. Yeah, look at the names of his top donors. Yeah, man. Uh, you, you can see, like, big energy companies and things like that. A uh, lot of D.C. checks, a lot of Connecticut checks, a lot of Virginia checks, a lot of California checks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Basically... It takes a hundred donations for us to equal one of his donations, mm -hmm. but they'll sway it in the news and they'll say things like this. This was an article just today. This was an article just today. This is what the news does or not the news. This is what the system does. Here's the title of the article after impeachment pro Trump challengers see fundraising totals slow including in South Carolina. You see how they try to twist that there? Yeah. You see how they try to twist it? Last quarter, we had nine, no, yeah, 9,000 donations last quarter alone. 9,000 donations last quarter alone. It doesn't even register how many donations he had last quarter. He's had right. 454 total this year. They're not slowing. It's the everyday American against the elite, against the system. That is what we are fighting against. And that is why it is important for you, if you believe in what we're doing, to go to GrahamAllenSC.com and contribute today. Because that's real numbers. That is what's really going on in the campaign. All right. We've got a lot more questions to get into. But before we do that, Got to get into a sponsor. All right, guys. Look, Good Ranchers. Got to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now and support them. All right? Ironically, had, they had some very similar things, and they wanted me to read this to you. Okay? Uh, good Ranchers, just so you know, they saved this podcast from decimation and despair. They stepped in and stood in the gap when Facebook tried to shut us down. But they wanted me to read this to you. All right, I talked to him. I said, guys, you got to do better. You got to give these people better deals. But they also wanted me to apologize to you, and here's why. <clears throat> Last week, Good Ranchers upgraded their website to handle the traffic that came from the listeners of this show. Guys, Ooh. you guys are so responsive. Just like you broke 912, <laughs> you broke Good Ranchers, okay? And they had to upgrade the website just to handle you guys. Come on, y'all. Look, I, I'm not making it up. It's right here. That's like, this crazy. is what they want me to read to you verbatim. So thank you for supporting uh, Good Ranchers. They support us. If you had trouble ordering last week, it's because while they were trying to upgrade this system, they had like a website blackout for five, six days straight. Okay. GoodRanchers.com is back and better than ever with an extra special limited time offer. I told you I was going to do you one better. Here we go. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham right now and get 10 free bistro fillets. What? And even better, subscribe and save $25 on each box of mouth-watering American meats for life. 
that will show up on schedule right to your door. That's right. You get 10 free bistro fillets. That's a $100 value and free express shipping. If you go to goodranchers.com slash gram or use the code gram at checkout, that's 10 free bistro fillets, free express shipping and $25 off your subscription for life at goodranchers.com slash gram. I'm getting on my phone right now. I'm just saying, look, guys, the supply chain issue is real, and you guys are so amazing that you're shutting down everything. <laughs> but but, but, do not give up on American companies, right. ladies and gentlemen. Do not give up on American companies, okay? Joe Biden created this catastrophe, not the American companies. Do not give up on them. They need your support just as much as we do. So, Absolutely. All right, let's see here. Let's keep reading some of this stuff. Stuff here, like I said, I I did not go through this before. So, we, uh, what do you think about DC changing Superman's motto? Well, we talked about this in an episode before, but we'll do it really quick. It used to be truth, justice in the American way. Now it's truth, justice. My son a- is gay. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymed. Truth, justice. My son is gay. <laughs> no, sorry, that's not what it is. It rhymed. Jake, I couldn't help it is it. truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. That's right. Um, I think that it is part of a anti-America, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Movement. No, uh, campaign. Yeah. 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 When they use television and media, propaganda propaganda campaign. Thank you very much. Yes. I think that it is all part of the plan to make you believe that the good things of the past were actually bad. The good things of the of the past were, you know, Captain America loves America. You know, Uncle Sam loves you. You should support Uncle Sam. And, you know, Superman, even though he was an alien from another planet, he loved America so much mm-hmm. that that was his motto. Now they want you to believe that, you know, well, people back then were racist and bigots and they were bad. So now we just need a better tomorrow. Well, I hate to break it to you if I can prophesy for a moment there is no better tomorrow without America. And so what do I think about it? I think it's garbage. I don't think that they're blazing any trails. I think they're hopping on a fad. Mm-hmm. They're bandwagon fans is what I think. I saw a Buick commercial last night, and they're adding those little flags to like right by the logo on the door. It's like American flag going backwards, and it was like, this means you go into battle, right? That's why the flag's backwards. And it was all about patriotism. It was just so disgusting. I was like, how can Buick sit there and talk positively about America? <laughs> I, I don't understand how it flew. Like, who was in the writing room? Saying, you better, you better, you better let everybody know you're joking. You're so serious right now. People, people, people are probably like, "What?" It, it was just so like refreshing to see a company not be afraid to say America's great. You know. All right, here's one. It says, "Do you think Biden will ever be impeached? Not, not until after the 2022 elections. No, I don't. Yeah, he'll who, resign before who, he's impeached. Who's going to impeach him right now? Yeah, I mean, honestly, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think this is her fourth articles of impeachment. I know Lauren Boebert has issued impeachment articles as well. Like, mm-hmm. who's going to impeach him? <laughs> who's going to do it? Uh, the Democrats aren't going to do it. No, the answer is no. No, he won't. Um, I think that day one, yeah, I think that he should be impeached off Afghanistan alone. Yeah. I think he should also be impeached off of the border I think he should also be impeached off of uh, the supply chain issues, dereliction of duty at best. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but no, it's not going to happen b- until after the 2022 midterm elections. If everybody does their freaking part, man. Talking is no longer good enough. It's just not. I had somebody write me because they got their will not comply shirts going back to that. And they asked if they could return it. Not because there was an issue with the shirt, but because they felt that they were no longer worthy to wear it because they were going to bend the knee and get the The shot for their $90,000 a year job with benefits. And so I'd like to speak to that person for a moment. Now I'm not going to say your name. And if you're listening, you know who you are. Um, But I read your email. I did. And, and I understand I understand difficult where you're position. coming from. And yeah. I and I do. I understand difficult positions. We have this conversation in our in our biz, in our work meetings all the time and I tell everybody that I can't get mad this is work. I'm talking to, you know, the people who work here. I said I can't get mad at you guys for for not being me. Right? Like expecting people to do things the way that you would do it, that, well, I that's entitlement, right? Like that's an entitled perspective. Um, everybody's different. Everybody views things differently through a different lens. I can tell you 100% without a doubt, me personally, I would lose everything before I bent the knee just because someone said that I had to. I just would. But I also know myself. I know that I would figure it out. And even if I lost everything, I would figure out a way to feed and provide for my family. I know myself. Okay? I mean, we were looking at property. You know, like large pieces of property. Like if this goes as far, if pe- mm-hmm. not enough people stand up, that's how we're going to make it work. We yeah. live in the middle of freaking nowhere. Yeah. And, and, and we're going to, we're going to figure it out. And, and so I have always looked at things through that lens. Jake will tell you in the early days of this stuff, we had no idea if all this stuff was going to work or not. Right. And me and Jake had many conversations, you know, when we moved back to South Carolina, when we did all this stuff. You know, I have always looked through a lens of, we're going to figure it out. I promise we will figure it out. Call it faith, call it whatever you want to call it. But I just, I, I refuse to believe that if I do what I believe the Lord is telling me to do, that he's going to leave me out hanging. I just refuse to believe that. Now, not saying it won't be difficult. It's not what I'm saying. <clears throat> but, you know, my response to you, sir, is this. I respect your decision, but I do not agree with your decision. And the reason that I do not agree with it is because you're not doing it because you have done your research and you have chosen to do that because you feel it's the best thing for you. You are, you are making the decision out of fear. And I don't believe in such things. I don't believe in making decisions out of fear. Knee jerk reactions is what we call them here at the, at the office. We have a bad month, or we have a this, or we have a that. I'm like, okay, we're not doing a knee-jerk reaction. We're going to suck it up, and we're going to fix what we need to fix. How do you know that if you were to stand for what you know to be right, which what you do know to be right is forcing people to take a vaccine against their will is wrong. That's what you know is a correct truth. How do you know that this is not a challenge for you based out of faith to see what you do. Mm-hmm. 
How do you know that $180,000 a year job isn't around the corner yep. from a conservative employer that would never do that to you? How do you know? You don't. One of my favorite Steven Crowder uh, tweets of all time, if you're so afraid to lose your job that you give up your freedom, your principles, and your bodily autonomy, you are willing to give up your country. Correct. $90,000? I mean, that's good money if you, know, if you have a, one kid maybe, but... Yeah, and also depending on where you live. Again, right. again, let, let, let me bring back the tone again, sir. If you are listening to this, I want you to know I'm not attacking your decision. And honestly, I hope that you have not gotten the shot yet. This was just two or three days ago that, that, that you wrote me yeah. that email. It sucks you're in that position. It does. And, and, and uh, you know, I can sympathize because I've had to make decisions on leaving a job security versus going another path. You know, it's easy for everybody to see everything we have going on now and be like, of course, Graham made the right decision. Da, da, da. But five years ago, nobody knew what any of this crap was. Nobody knew who I was. Mm -hmm. Right. So five years ago, this was a stupid idea. In fact, that's what everybody said. Yeah. Everyone literally. <clears throat> Don't do it. All I'm saying is, this is my advice to you and to anyone listening. You never, ever look in the mirror and say, what if, if you always stand for the principles you believe, no matter the consequences, you never look back and say, well, I wish, I wish I wouldn't have stood for what I believe in. You ne never. Now you may lose your job. You may lose some money. But your inner peace, your inner, your inner core, your inner value, th there is never a person that looks back and goes, I really wish that I did not stand up for what I believe in. Right. I mean, there's just not. I can't tell you how many people I talk to every day that said, you know, I really wish I would have said something. How many people have you heard say something like that? You know, I really wish that I would have had the courage to do that. And it'll haunt them for the rest of their lives. I saw a really good meme the other day. It was all the Roman soldiers torturing Jesus. And they were all saying, I'm doing it for my job. It's my livelihood, blah, blah, blah. It was like all these similar things. I thought that was pretty interesting take on it. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm glad that you don't have a mandate here because I would probably quit. But <laughs> I would expect you to quit. <laughs> I, I would. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a terrible situation for anybody to have to be in especially if you don't have any other options, you know, depending on where you live, but maybe it's time to move, you know? True. Uh, again, we talk about that all the time too. Um, this next question, I'm actually going to let Jake answer uh -oh. because by the very nature of the question, I can't answer it. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Jake, Jake, you ready? Uh, I think so. What are you doing to stay humble? To me, not to you. Yeah, and so I feel like if I were to answer that, it would not be me being humble. To stay humble. I'm the most humble person I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I just know you, so I know you're humble. That's why I'm, uh, I'm asking you to tell, tell people um, as I'm, I pay your salary. <laughs> tell people what you think of me. I mean, you've always, you know, ex given me opportunities, you know, where you didn't have to and and, and, and I know your perspective on everything because, like with Congress, you don't have to be doing this. You take a lot of hate for doing it, um, but you're doing it for the right reasons. You're not going to, you're making less money if you go be a congressman, you know, so it's not about 
you know, being rich and famous and all that. It's about doing the right thing. And I don't know. I mean, it's hard to explain how Graham is humble. I mean, he doesn't brag all the time about everything he's doing. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a tough one, honestly, because you are humble. What do you do to be humble? Uh, not brag. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, that wasn't a great answer. Just but. try to remember that I'm no different than anybody else, man. Yeah. I, I'm a redneck that got lucky. I mean, it's as simple as that. Normal guy. Um. All right. So we'll answer another question, and we got to get into a sponsor. Uh, somebody said, more books? Question mark. Love your books. The answer is yes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Not another one. Everybody around here, because we sell so many books, it, it, it puts everybody's life in complete and utter torture. No. Because, because we have to sign books, and so we have books scattered all over the place. Like, if people were to come in, like, the front entrance of the office, they'd be like, well, is somebody going out of business? You know, but but it's because I get shipments all the time of more books that have sold that are autographed copies that I always have to sign. It just becomes this logistical freaking nightmare. They will literally bring pallets yeah. to the front door. Then we have to sign them. Then we got to load them all back up on the pallets and then wrap the pallets. And then the people come back and pick the pallets up. And it's yes. And, but, but again, I'm not complaining. Thank you guys for the support. Oh, yeah. I don't understand why you would want to read a book, but the answer is yes. There is definitely going to be a book three. Um, I have some ideas. Um, Secret. And, you know, it's not even going to be that big of a secret. I, I, you know, basically, I'm going to write about this entire campaign experience, the real behind the veil truth of what happens, win or lose. I will expose everything, win or lose, in this next book. Now, that won't be the entire book because that, you know, that doesn't sound like the most exciting book, in my opinion. Uh, but that will be a large chunk of this next book is I'm going to do literally what no other person running for or has been elected and currently in uh, D.C. has done. And I will expose, I will name names. I will do everything. And, and, you know, I'm telling you right now, if you see a report, Graham Allen committed suicide, I'm telling you I didn't. Okay. I did not. You want to talk about being humble? I ain't that humble. I like myself way too much. Listen to me one more time. I would never. <laughs> I under love, any I, circumstance. Under any circumstance. I love myself too much. Okay. All right. I'm the guy that hopes they figure out cloning. <laughs> All right. You know. <laughs> I want to be friends with myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freeze me until you figure out how to fix what's wrong with me. That's me. Okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> right, get, how humble I am. All right, that's how humble I am. All right, let's get to the next sponsor. All right, guys, look. Birch Gold, right? Cannot talk. I cannot talk enough about it right now. Gold, silver, precious metals. Ladies and gentlemen, the stock market is just volatile. Inflation is off the charts, and now they're trying to add $3.5 trillion. They say it costs zero. Of course. But that's Democrat math for you, all right? Now is the time to diversify your physical gold and silver. No, excuse me. Now is time to diversify your savings into physical gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. The only ones I trust, okay? There's a lot of freaking liars out there, man. This is not a get-rich scheme. This is a protect what you have already worked so hard for. If you've got 
some savings. You got 10 grand somewhere or something like that, and you're concerned about what the future holds. As you should be. Gold, silver, and precious metals is where you need to go. Okay? It just is. It just is. You need to diversify. And right now, thanks to a little-known section of the IRS tax code, you can legally move your IRA or your 401k or simply your savings into precious metals with no tax implications or penalties. To get started protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account, you request a free, F-R-E-E, free info kit from Birch Gold by texting the word G-R-A-H-A-M, that's Graham, to 989898. This comprehensive 20-page kit reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings. Again, this isn't a get-rich scheme. This is to protect what is already yours. There's zero cost and zero obligations to request this info. So why wait? Text Graham to 989898. Again, request this free info kit on gold now by texting Graham to 989898. All right, let's see what other questions we got here. I thought this said I thought this said what are what are your thoughts on adults? I was like that's a vague question. They're lame. Uh, what are your thoughts on the audits? Audit all 50 states now. Mm-hmm. How many counties are there in America? I want to say it's like 2,600 or something like that. It's probably more than that. Maybe it's like 3,000 counties. How many counties are there? There are how many counties in America? 3,141. Dang, I was close. I said 3,000. That was, hey, That's come on, pretty good, come on guys. Come on. That's pretty good, right? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, just off the top of my head stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, this one says uh, 3,007. So that's even closer. While county equivalents number one three five all totaling three thousand one hundred forty two. So yeah. hey man, if you're talking about the entire country and you get it within a hundred, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, I think we need to audit everything, everything, every single state, even the states that Trump won, every single one. Oh yeah. Because if there's discrepancies in one, just because he won the state doesn't mean that they didn't try to mess things up in the other states. So what do I think about the audits? I think we need to audit every single freaking state. And the red states are the ones that need to get behind this the most, and I will tell you why. Because if the red states can prove, even in the states that Trump won, there was tampering, hello? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's my thoughts about the audits. You need to audit every single state. Uh, Your response to the Braves bringing home the World Series despite woke culture. I think that it is hilarious. Yeah. That the Houston Astros, they said that they can't win without cheating. And they said that the Atlanta Braves are racist. And because of uh, the Georgia, what what was it? Why did they? I thought it was the voter ID thing. Well, no, no. But they say the Atlanta Braves is racist because it's, you know, Indians and stuff. Oh, and then right. they moved the All-Star game out of Georgia. But yet the two teams that they tried. To mess with the most are the ones that are in the World Series. I haven't watched baseball because of all the wokeness. Uh, But, you know, karma is just funny. I, you know, uh, the the thing with the Braves, it's like same with Chiefs. So if that's bad and what you're actually doing is getting rid of like Native American history, we're going to know like less and less about Braves. Like, how is a Brave a a negative thing? But yeah, they move it from Atlanta, which is. Pretty heavily, you know, uh, 
it's a, it's a black city, right? Majority. And they moved it to Denver, correct? Which is majority yeah. white. Yes, so. yes. How woke is that? All those small uh, business owners, those black small business owners that could have made a lot of money, which they will now. The Braves went to the World Series, so my buddy's a big Braves fan. A lot of people around here are. Yeah, I mean, South Carolina is obviously right next door to Georgia, so. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Honestly, how do we combat against Biden? He's destroying the country I fought to uphold. Here's the truth, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, It's not good. Uh, The answer is I really think that we are in almost a holding the line stance right now. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, they're giving us everything that they got and, and they are, they're destroying the country. But the truth of the matter is we have a midterm election coming up. I can't tell you somebody today during my live feed, it made me so mad. I'm telling every single one of you right now, if I offend you in this next part, I do not care because you need to hear this. Somebody said it doesn't matter if it's rigged. I could not disagree with that more, okay? Because it's that mentality that is going to cause people not to show up in droves to the polls. I agree with you. Voter ID laws need to be passed everywhere. I personally think we need to get rid of all mail-in ballots across the board unless you are a service member overseas or you are an elderly person that legit has a doctor's reason that you can't go outside, period. However, if you give up and stop fighting, you're already seceding. We've already lost. We might as well not have a midterm election because you ain't going to go vote. Okay, so I, I thought they were saying, like, it doesn't matter if it was rigged. We still have to go vote. No, no, no. They were saying it doesn't matter if we go vote if it's rigged. Oh. That's what they're saying. So basically, well, if basically like, I'm not going to go. Like, it doesn't matter what I do because the system's right. rigged anyway, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. No, no. Then they'll beat us fair and You can not stop fighting, period, ever, the end. You cannot do that. America would not be America with that mentality. You really think that the vast majority of people fighting the Revolutionary War thought they were going to win that thing? Hardly any of them. <laughs> I mean, I'm being, I'm being honest. I'm even trying to be satirical or sarcastic in this point. I'm being honest. Do you really think that the majority of people that were fighting in the war thought, you know what? I think we're going to create the greatest country the world's ever seen out of this. The answer is no. And you want to know why it felt that way? Because they were in the heart of it. They were in the thick of it. They were in the battle of it. We are in the battle of it right now. In 10 years from now, if we stand up and we fight right now, 10 years we'll be able to look back and go, 2020 was actually the turning point. Mm -hmm. It may to us right now seem like the beginning of the end, but maybe it's the beginning of the beginning. Yeah. But you got to fight, guys. You can't, you can't do that. You can't have that mindset. That is not an American mindset. Theo Vaughn said it best. If there's anything America has an abundance of, it's egos. Yeah. Dad Gummit, we're Americans and we're, 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 we're better, better than, than everybody else. <laughs> so we are Americans. You cannot do that. You cannot. Let's see. Someone said, do you actually believe Trump won the 2020 election? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. 100%. Landslide. 
100%. And, and here's something that I had a conversation with in D.C. All right, here's one thing. Um, where was all the F Trump chants while he was president? Yeah. Where was all that at? Um, here's another thing. Um, every time the media attacked Trump while he was in office, you had all these conservative influencers and everything go into war over Trump. Because he's the greatest president we've ever had. Period. Because of he, he's the greatest president we've ever had because he exposed everything. But either way, back to my he point. Woke us up. You had all these influencers that were there. I haven't seen one viral pro-Biden video from any left-leaning influencer. Where are they at? And some people are probably like, that's the dumbest argument I've ever had. Is it dumb? The internet, is, this is the internet age, right? Right. Where are they all at? I'm waiting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how can this man be the most popular president in history and have the lowest approval rating in the shortest amount of time since 1956? What? How is it that nationwide... F Joe Biden chants are going around nationwide. How is it that there is not a single, I have not seen a single viral video, not one in support of Joe Biden. Negative. One time have I seen it in the middle of all this stuff. Yep. These are real questions, people. Where are they? Where are they? Yes, I believe Trump won in 2020. Let's see here. Do one more. Let's see. Find a good one. Uh, give me just a second. It's not typical podcast related, but what advice do you give for bad breakups slash cheating? Mm-hmm. Why not? Um. Are you married? I don't believe. I don't believe the thing. Once a cheater, always a cheater. I don't believe that. Like I think I, I think that that's I think that that's something that um once a cheater probably always a cheater. Uh, well, well hold on now. Now no, I fundamentally believe that people can change. Yes. Not by themselves though. I'm a Christian, okay? I believe people can fundamentally change through Christ. I believe that. That that is what I truly believe. I believe people who have murdered people on death row can find Jesus and Completely changed their life. Now, do I believe the, like, 30 minutes before you're supposed to get the lethal injection, you decide to be like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, quick Hail Mary. No, I'm not I'm not Catholic. <laughs> uh, sorry, Michael J. Knowles, I apologize. Uh, anyway, but, but I do. I believe people can fundamentally change. Um, to me, it's no different than I know people who are drug addicts that are no longer drug addicts and have been drug-free for 10, 12 years now. Mm-hmm. Is it extremely difficult? Yes, but they do it. I know alcoholics that beat it. So my, my, my answer is there's a lot of things to consider. One, are you married? If you're married, I believe, yes, I believe that you should fight harder to save the marriage. Now, if you're just dating somebody and they're, you know, cheating around on you, and this goes for you too, ladies. <laughs> I love it how they always be like, ah, oh, you know, it's always the man. No, it ain't. Yeah. Um, if you are dating, okay, <laughs> probably is a good warning sign. Maybe you shouldn't marry this person. Right. If you're married, 
that's where the commitment thing goes in. And, and yeah, there's a lot of work. There's a lot of things that have to fundamentally change. But no, I don't believe, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater. Once a drug user, always a drug user. Once a drinker, always a drinker. I don't believe that. Right. I, I just don't. I, I don't believe it. I believe that it is possible to change, and I believe that it is possible to become better. Yeah. So my advice to a man and a woman, if you're married and you are dealing with relationship issues, I'm, I'm guessing this person is dealing with a cheating issue because they brought it up. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that that should be the end-all, be-all of a marriage. I really don't. And, and that's just me being honest. Um, well, you also have to think of why your significant other cheated. It's like they may be a terrible person, yada, yada, but if you had a bad relationship and a bad breakup, you know, you could at least self-reflect and say, did I do everything I could to make him or her happy? Was I always, you know? I do not condone it in any, in any regard, but I do think that there is far more of a stigma towards a man that cheats as a woman that cheats. Because if a woman cheats... I think that there is less of a stigma and it's more about, well, he was neglectful and he, you know, you know, he was absent or pushed he, her away. Yeah. Pushed her away and things like that where, you know, where the guy is, oh, he just couldn't keep it in his pants. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and again, <clears throat> sometimes that's the truth. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes ladies, you're marrying some dudes that you had no business marrying in the first place. I'm just saying for this particular question, I'm doing it in the terms of marriage. I don't believe once a cheater, always a cheater. I think it's a cop-out. I just do. I think it is a cop-out for people not to have to work hard to make something work. That's what I think. That's just what I think. Once a drinker, always a drinker. Cop-out. Once a drug user, always a drug user. Cop-out. Once a felon, internally, always a felon. Cop-out. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, on paper, they may be a felon for the rest of their life, but in their heart and who they are, are they a felon? No. I, d I disagree with that 100%. Yeah. I don't think that that, I don't think that life is that cut and dry. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I don't think that life is that cut and dry. But also, depending on how old you are, if you're young and you've only been together six months or a year, find somebody else. You know, you're too young to, to be sticking with a guy who's cheating on, on you. So that's my opinion. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Yes, there's a big difference between dating, engaged, and married, right? Right. Mar <clears throat> somebody asked if me and Alyssa were going to write a marriage book one day we've been talking about it um anyone who's been married longer than seven years will tell you um that marriage ain't easy and it's a lot of ups and downs and there's a lot of there's a lot of periods where you fall out of love you fall in and out of love yeah. like love is a feeling that that love is a feeling it is and I've said this multiple times. I've said it multiple times in my book. I take, I choose you over I love you any day. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many people tell me they love me and they stab me in the back. But people that choose to stand there with you, and especially in marriage, when they know that the persona, me especially, I'm talking about myself, the persona that you guys see, this Graham Allen figure and everything, this is only like maybe 10% of who I actually am. You know, Alyssa chooses to be with me and she knows all of me, all my flaws, all my fears, all the things I struggle with, all my demons that I deal with. We all have those. Everybody, everybody's messed up. Everybody. It's the people that choose not to murder you in your sleep. 
Those are the ones yeah. that, that, that that you gotta you gotta stick around for. And then it flips back and forth. And so I don't know. Maybe we will we will write a marriage book one day. Let's do one more question, and then uh, I think that'll be it for the day. Um, let's see. Somebody says, "How'd that Alabama loss feel?" Uh, oh, that's Kendra. Kendra, that's not even funny. She's an A and M fan. You think you're so hilarious. <laughs> Season ain't over yet, baby girl. It ain't over yet. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. Here's a good one. This is a good one to end on. Do you regret your time overseas since the withdrawal was handled so poorly? It's a great one to end on. Yeah. Um, I know that the majority of our listeners are female. So I want to talk to the ladies. And I know that, that, that there's some dudes out there too. So for my fellow veterans and for my sisters holding down the fort with your veteran. Do I regret my time overseas because of how everything was handled? No, I don't. Um, my time overseas directly influenced the person that I am today. 100%. I mean, those of you who have read my first book, you know, I didn't have the, the, the best of childhoods. And so literally the war in Iraq was better for me than where I was living at the time. All right. So we can just put it like that. If you hadn't read the book, you know, America 316, you should try it either way. But war was a better, <laughs> was a better uh, situation to me than staying where I was. And in that I met some people I couldn't stand. I met some people that formulated who I am today, the person that you guys know are bits and pieces from the people that, you know, I think that we're always evolving as people. Um, we always are, if you associate yourself with the right people, you're always growing. You're always taking this little bit from that person that you learn or you look up to or you admire or this little bit from that person who's more successful or has done more than you have, or a little bit from that person who's more outgoing than you are. And they're able to, you know, captivate a room and things like that. I was a really shy guy, a really shy kid, really shy guy. Um, and I met, you know, this guy named Gary and, and, and Gary was like, he was the shortest dude in the room, man. But the second he walked in the room, Everybody knew Gary was there, man. Party started. And the, yeah, the party started and everybody just like turned internally to Gary. And I just remember being fascinated by that. I'm yeah. like, you know, and, 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 you know, I would take, I would take that, like those, those things. And so, no, I don't regret any of it. I, I do not regret going overseas with my brothers and sisters that were there and, and doing what we had to do to make sure we all came back. Yeah. Now, politically and everything like that, yes, the withdrawal is an absolute stain on our country and every single person involved needs to be punished to the full extent for their just horrific thing. But as far as I go and as far as you go, veterans out there and the spouses of veterans, I challenge you to think of it in that regard. Think about who you are now and you know, are you a better you because of your brothers and your sisters that you, that you, that you stood there with in the sand, in the dirt, every single day? The locals who you protected. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, 
Our allies who you protect. Correct. And and at the end of the day, the truth is, I mean, I went to Iraq in 2006. Good Lord, how long is that? Uh, 15 17 years, years now? Something like that, yeah. Or that makes it, <laughs> makes it 2010. 16 years. 16 years. Yeah. 16 years. Mississippi math for you. And yeah, I was doing that at Common Core. I was like literally writing on the table with my <laughs> finger. Uh, you know, that was 16 years ago. Literally half my life ago. Literally half my life ago. And um, I would not be who I am today, which means I would not be here talking to you, which means you never would have been intrigued enough to either like or hate what I was saying uh, on videos that has you here listening to this podcast in the first place. None of that would have happened without the military. And so, no, the answer is I do not. And yeah, I don't think uh, regret is the right word. I think just sadness. Yeah. Now I can be sad over how everything turned out. Um, Feel like it may have been a waste of time, but it wasn't. I, you know, I, I think, I think that the thing that unites so many of us is the fact that nine 11 set so many people down a different course than they were supposed to go down. Or maybe they were supposed to go down it from the beginning, but it, it affected so many people and it started so many, you know, snowball effects for so many people that you now know heard of. And then they have affected people that you now know and heard of, et cetera. I can't tell you how many people are in Congress now today that have told me it's because of you, me, that they had the courage to run themselves. Like, you you just don't know. <laughs> like, you, like you like you don't know. And that's what I think is so cool about life. The older I get, the more and more I realize that life is so intricate and life is so just so many roads, man, and so many maps that lead to so many distant different destinations. You know, maybe if you're in a bad situation in your marriage, Somebody cheated or you guys just aren't seeing eye to eye or whatever. Maybe sticking it out leads to a child or leads to your child seeing what resilience and commitment actually looks like. And they go on to do amazing things like, like you don't know. And that's another thing. Life ain't always about you. Maybe it's about who you affect that ends up going on to do something else or, or you change, you know, the, the generational cycle. In your life, life is, life is, life is, uh, I feel like I'm going McConaughey here. Life is, uh, it's a journey, man. Yeah. And, uh, I'm having a good time. Uh, so, you know, thank you guys so much for this edition of the ask me anything episode. Uh, tomorrow's episode will be normal. And I think Thursday, I don't know, maybe we'll do another one or not, but there is an episode every single day this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to share us on your social media page. Tell a friend, give us five stars. And for the love of everything, support candidates running and go to grandmallonsc.com right now.